Welcome to the Early Retirement Show. If you are a longtime listener, thank you. And if you are new to the show, as a reminder, this show is dedicated to helping you retire early, otherwise known as the show dedicated to helping you understand what you have to do to be in a position where you are financially free, where work is now optional. So whether you are a few years out from retirement and you just want to know everything to prepare for that big date, or you're new in your journey and you want to get a head start on maximizing what you've worked so hard for throughout your life, this is the show for you. So we discuss everything from investments to taxes to insurance and everything that comes in between. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. Welcome back to the Early Retirement Show, and I'm excited. Today is a fun episode, which is about the five investing tips and really the five things to think through when investing. And there's so many things. I could literally go on for hours, but I think people would fall asleep, and so I'm not going to do that, I promise. So I want to start the episode by thanking everyone who has left recent comments and has rated the podcast. That is how more people find it, and more people are listening every month, and I just have to thank all of you for doing it because this is what I love doing and really preaching financial literacy and It's not even really about the money. It's about what you want to do with your life, and I'm simply using the money to do it. So for all those who are saying, hey, Ari, thanks for all your comments and for doing all of this, well, I love doing it, number one. But number two, if you were spending 30, 40 hours a week doing this, you could do it as well. Um, People just come to me because they are doing what they do or they love doing what they do, and I say, great, how can I help you either do more of that or switch to a career where you can do really anything you want. So the point of financial planning, I always like to just take that step back, is not to focus on the money, which sounds really weird. We use the money to do what it is we want. We use the money as a tool to accomplish our goals. And those goals are retiring early, spending more today, investing more to retire early. But yeah, sometimes people come to me and say, hey, Ari, how can I spend more? And I say, great, let's look at how we can do that. And how can we feel really good about it? How can we not feel guilty? Well, that's with a plan. So I'm rambling again, but let's hop into today's episode, which is about the five investing tips. And you can find all of this and more on YouTube, which is in the description below. So tip number one is invest early And I like to say as much as possible, but I really don't like that word. I like to say invest as much as you can, because if you have, call it an extra thousand dollars at the end of every month, just for example's sake, you say, hey, I can do whatever I want with it. I could spend more of it. I could invest it. I could donate it. Well, if you were to just invest as much as possible, like some financial advisors preach, which isn't a terrible thing, but if you invest as much as possible, what I've found, just in my experience, is that people are giving up things they really want to do today for something they think they need in the future. Here's what I mean by that. People will say, let me not go out to eat, let me not go to a concert, let me not take that trip I want to do, because that's going to hinder my ability or derail your ability to reach your goal of retiring early. Now, I'm going to say it's going to make a very, very small impact if that's on a one-time basis, but if repeatedly you are taking large trips, yes, it's going to certainly have an impact. If you're going out to eat five, six, seven times a week to fancy restaurants, yes, it's going to have an impact. But what I don't want to see happen is that people say, I'm going to invest the full extra thousand I'm going to just eat top ramen and I'm not going to take any trips. To me, that's defeating the purpose of 
investing. And so when we're looking at investing, I say start and do as much as you can, not as much as possible, but do it as early as possible. The example I like to share, if you start investing at age 25 and you invest $380 a month, and you do that for 40 years, and you're getting 7%, which is which is lower than the historical average of 10%, well, you're going to be a millionaire at age 65. A total investment that you've put in of $182,000, that's going to leave you with seven figures. However, if you wait a decade, so you don't start investing at age 25, but you start investing at age 35, instead of $380 a month to become a millionaire, you need to invest $820 a month. So more than double, and that's $295,000 that you have to put in, which is $112,000 more that you have to put in to become a millionaire just because you started 10 years later, which is just a kind of crazy thought, but that's how compounding interest works, and that's what's so mind-blowing about it. Now, tip number two is take calculated risks. Now, what I mean by that is don't go out and say, hey, I'm going to just buy Bitcoin because that's what it's going to make me a millionaire. It, it oftentimes can make sense to have cryptocurrency as a hedge. It's a diversifier. It can have other benefits, but don't just save. So calculated risks means if you are investing for a home, for example, we're not going to want to invest the same way you're going to want to be invested in your Roth IRA. In your Roth IRA, you want to be invested for maximum growth. That is the account that you want growing as much as possible. And so reframing it, that's the account you wanting to go down as much as possible because those downs are is what makes it go up so much in the great years. So in a weird way, you kind of want that fluctuate that that fluctuations. However, if we are looking at a home purchase, that is not the same experience. That is not how you should be invested. And so if you save a ton of money, but you keep all of it under your mattress, it feels really good today, but that money loses value over time because of inflation. And so if you want that nest egg to grow, you really do need to invest it. Now, it doesn't mean lottery tickets, and it doesn't mean making these crazy risks, but it's saying, hey, can we be very intentional and with the right funds, put them in the right accounts so they're growing the way they need to? Now, tip number three is don't invest that money that you're going to need right away. Too often, people will say, Ari, should I get everything invested? I heard cash is really bad. Well, cash is actually not bad, contrary to what you might think. You might be listening to this going, Ari, I know cash isn't bad. But the what cash is, is cash is helpful to have on hand for everyday expenses. It's also very handy to have should you lose your job or should you decide. You don't want to be in a toxic relationship anymore. You need cash so that you can go live somewhere else short term or long term. And so what cash is so valuable for is flexibility. It provides you the ability to really go do something you want to do. And we can't have that if our money is tied up. We don't want to pay penalties if our funds are in a Roth IRA. We don't want to have to pay taxes more than we need to if our accounts have grown. Now, if our accounts grow, it's a good thing. If we're paying taxes on our accounts that grow, it's a good thing because, yes, you're paying more in taxes, but it's because you made money. So if you're going to need cash right away to pay next month's mortgage or a potential tuition payment, 
you don't want to have to risk that being in the market. And so I like to say, if you think you might need the funds for any reason in the next one to three years, just keep it in cash. And yes, we are giving up growth to do so. But personally, I am happy to give up that growth knowing I have the funds um, if I need them, as opposed to being in a position where, oh gosh, now I, I don't have any funds because it's all tied up and I need it. So that's tip number three. Um, tip number four, don't invest in anything you don't understand. And so it kind of ties into that taking calculated risks. But what you don't want to do is just jump into something because you saw it on Twitter. Um, a recent example of this is Dogecoin, which re recently it was worth around $2 billion at one point. That's where the valuation was. Um, but then it came crashing down. And so when you hear people talk about, should I invest in this hot whatever it is, insert investment name, well, GameStop, AMC, these are some companies that have recently come in the headlines. It doesn't mean they're bad companies, but if you don't really understand what you're investing for and why, the why is the bigger one. And uh, an example I like to share is I have a friend who put a few thousand dollars into GameStop and it ended up at one point being worth around $75,000. And I said, hey, that's great. Look at what it's become. Well, what ended up happening is it actually became worth hundreds of dollars because the thought of that going to a million dollars, well, that thought was just too attractive to ever allow him to sell. He could never sell because there was a thought that it could get to a million dollars. And so you have to go into some of these investments with the mindset only if you're going to do it, of which I don't really ever recommend. But if you say, hey, there's a piece, you know, I really want X amount, or I really want to have a portion of, of Bitcoin, or I want to have a portion of this investment, whatever it is, I say, make sure to have it. It's not saying don't own it. It's saying certainly own it, but don't own so much that it derails your ability to really do what it is you want to do, whether it be retire early, whether it be switch careers. Maybe you're saying, hey, I just want to see if I can make a big gain. Great, but don't put too much in any one thing or else you're really taking on unnecessary risk, which brings me to tip number five diversify your portfolio. I know you've probably heard this a million times. You're going, Ari, I've heard you say diversify, diversify. But what it means is don't have everything in one basket. You might have a particular company you love. If you sink your entire nest egg into buying its stock and it turns out the CFO was a thief who happened to be cooking the books, you could lose everything you work so hard for. So to reduce the likelihood of big losses, that's why we spread our money around. You could, for example, put some of your cash into very large companies in the U.S., but also have companies in emerging markets or some real estate so that when certain investments are performing poorly, others will do well. It picks up the slack. So just to summarize, tip number one that we talked about at the very beginning of this episode, invest as much as you can, not as much as possible, so you're still doing fun things. You don't feel you're sacrificing life today, but you're setting yourself up for success at the same time. Tip number two is take calculated risks. Understand if you just save and put everything in cash, well, we're not going to be in a strong position to retire early or retire ever because we're just being too conservative today, which is really the riskiest thing you can do. Tip number three, don't invest all the money you're going to need right away. If we're trying to get into a home or really anything else, we want to make sure we have cash on hand to do so. Tip number four, don't invest in anything you don't understand. And tip number five is diversify your portfolio. So as a reminder, in the description of this episode, you can find my YouTube channel where I work through all of these topics and more. And you can see 
how everything kind of pans out with a little bit more text and sometimes a little easier to follow along. So feel free to continue listening to the episode here um, wherever you podcast or check out the YouTube channel for more. And please do submit your question on my website, earlyretirementpodcast.com, and I'll be sure to answer it in a future episode. Thank you all, and I'll see you next Monday. Thank you so much for listening. If that was helpful, please do subscribe, leave five stars, rate it, review it, all that good stuff. And let me know how I can best help. I love answering questions, whether it's about taxes, investments, whatever is on your mind. I love seeing how I can best help you. So as always, you can submit a question on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co. And I'll see you all next week. Hey, everyone. Quick disclaimer here. Please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.